Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. And there's no annual contract. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. As always, I am your host, John. Junior, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. How's everybody doing? We, we doing good, man. We're, we're happy to have you on here, as always, Junior. But man, Junior, so, you know, every episode I say that we have a special guest, right? Every episode I say, man, this every guest is special. Every single one. Every guest but, is special. But this guest is so special and near and dear to me. So hold on. But, but before I even introduce the guest, man, let, let me tell you something. So if y'all, if y'all can't tell already, Junior is my blood brother. Like, like ain't nothing that brings us closer. Like, that's blood. That's my homie over everything. If blood wasn't in the picture, Luke would be my brother, y'all. Luke <laughs> is my guy. He is my dog. He has been there for me through everything. And, you know, I got to be honest, y'all. Like, I-, I love this podcast. I love talking about basketball. You know, it-, it bonds me, me and my brother. You know, me and my brother, we do this together. But, man, l- if it wasn't for Luke, I don't even know if this podcast would be here today, man. So, I- before I even introduce Luke, Luke, I just wanted to thank you, dog. Like, from the bottom of my heart, bro, you always been there for me as 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 a homie. But even bigger than that, let me hey, let me show y'all something. Let me show y'all something, man. So when I first started thinking about getting into Clutch Talk, I'm talking to Luke like, man, I'm thinking about doing a basketball podcast, and I told him the idea of Clutch Talk. He's like, oh, that's a fire name. And then Luke goes out of his way and gives me y'all y'all. He don't lend me, he don't borrow me. He gives me this mic right here, y'all for free and that right there is what helped me you know get started that i when i first had guests i had two three people all around this mic talking right here man and that's all because luke got this kicked off luke so man well i'm just happy to have you here today luke appreciate you very much for everything that you do man but this is luke man my my guy my guy right on for the intro that was more than i ever could have asked for but i'm excited (laughs) to be here bro thank you for uh inviting me on um yeah, I've been listening to the episode, so the Beyond one is very exciting. So thank you, bro. Man, we're happy to have you, Luke. We're happy to have you. But but yes, y'all, so besides we having a very special guest, we got an even specialer episode today, y'all, on the way. We got a top five defensive player of the year, man. So if there's no more uh, further further delays, man, let's y'all ready to get into this top five? I'm ready. Sure. Let's do this, man. So I'm going to go ahead and kick off my number five. And I got to go with that man over there in La La Land, Anthony Davis. Uh, right now, he, right now he's averaging 1.8 blocks per game, 1.3 steals, and six defensive rebounds out of his eight, eight rebounds per game. Um, me and Junior always talk about that, that there's no stat 
that there's no stat that counts for you know altering shots but but and, and not blocking it but but in fact junior go on www.statmuse.com they have all these stats it's crazy anthony altering davis, shots i did not al- know that altering shots anthony davis it alters 10% of it, 10% of his opponent's shots you know wow. i really thought that it would be much much more it seems like it's much more but uh but but you know men lie women lie numbers don't so i can't I'll go say against that them. yep Exactly. <laughs> so he's also he's right now he's altering ten percent of his opponent's shots. He really is a, is an anchor to you know to to that Lakers defense. But you know what makes him just so s- such a good defender is that he's so versatile, man. Like he's an anchor to that defense. He allows his teammates to be able to run shooters off the line because they know they got him in the paint. But he can guard your guard. He can guard one through five. You know. And and I, I'll I'll be honest, you know, when I was making this list, because Anthony Davis was hurt, I really thought about not putting him in my top five. Like he almost he he barely made my number five. And the reason why he made my number five, besides the fact that he's just a Laker, the reason that he made my number five is because before AD's injury, he was top five in blocks, defensive rebounds, opponent field goal percentage, and opponent free throw free throw attempts. So he was just he was just the all you know your almighty defensive player of the year and the lakers are ranked number one as a defense in the league uh before ad's injury now they dropped to number two you know not a big deal but you can definitely see the drop off from when they from ad ad's not in there but the reason why i had to go with him at number five is because right now unfortunately he's missing too many games you know players above him haven't missed that many games and have a little bit better numbers but uh you guys talk to me who you guys got number five so it's crazy. It's crazy, actually, because uh, I I actually have Anthony Davis at number five as well. And it's funny because I thought that I was going to catch a lot of heat for having him in my list at all. But I'm thinking even with the 20, I think he played, what, 22 games, 23 games this season? Yeah. What he did in that 23 games already puts him in the top five. What he did in those 23 games probably puts him in like a top two, top three, probably top two. But because he's missed so many games, he drops down. You know what I mean? He's missed like what? 14 games already this season. Uh, but I think when he's healthy, he's the best defender in the league. Um, and the, like I said, the only reason why I have to knock him down a few pegs is because he's not been really available. Um, but he's just, he's just a really, really good defender. Like you said, I mean, you hit all the stats, you know, you listed them. His defensive rating is 106.2, which is crazy. It's pretty, pretty good for, for it's one of the best in the league. There's a couple of players who are better than that and they'll come later in this list. But, you know, numbers are good. Eye test is great. And like you said, the amount of shots he alters, it's crazy. I mean, I almost call that the Anthony Davis stat because he's like in a league of his own when it comes to that stat. So, all, I mean, and you hear too from his contemporaries, all of them say they're on pins and needles when they play against Anthony Davis. And when he was playing, uh, the Lakers were number one, the number one rated def- defense in the league. But like we said, best type of ability availability availability so for that he can only stay in fifth as much as it pains me to say that that's what i got so okay i'm not gonna I, well it is gonna sound like i'm biting off y'all but i did have anthony davis at five i switched it though i only had a four top four john hit me up he's like bro get a fifth i'm like i got you so this is gonna be my most long-winded one but this is also gonna be i guess people would think ah, he's just joking don't worry though my top four are a lot more a little more serious but number five this is kind of just like a a little ode to the man, Julius Randle, I have at number five, a defensive player of the year. And the reason behind that is because that Knicks team, while you could say is because of their pace and the slow pace, they do average or they give up the least amount of points per game. And I think that that's a big thing is because of Julius Randle, not just offensively, his defense. He's averaging 
not over nine defensive rebounds a game, which is huge for the team, helping them get the ball back and stuff like that. And I think that without Julius Randle on there, I don't know if that Knicks team, not offensively, specifically defensively, will be there. So he's at five just because I had to come with the last game subs. I didn't want to put AD in for the reasons you guys mentioned because of stuff like that. But one through four, we'll start getting into the more. The more I like that. That's a solid talk, pick. Yeah. That's a solid for pick. Sure. For yeah. sure. I like that. All right. All right. So so let's go ahead and jump into number four then. I'll go ahead and kick off my number four. And I and I got that man over there in Philadelphia, Joel Embiid. With with one one point. Y'all, hey, check this out. Check this out. I told y'all, man. I am I, I I'm an NBA fan. I watch every team. And Joel Embiid, maybe behind Anthony Davis, is like is just like he he almost alters like every shot it seems like every shot that goes up and he's on the court he ha, he, he gets a hand up or his body's there but I, I, i'll get to that basically right now anthony uh not anthony davis joel Embiid is averaging 1.1.3 blocks per game nine defensive rebounds and 1.2 steals per game um a little bit a little bit lower than anthony davis in altering shots he only alters nine percent of, of opponent shots uh, the 70 the, the 76ers are first in the league though for for uh, blocks per game and he he leads the way leads his team in that he definitely is uh, on like the, the 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 defensive end the most impactful player on 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 that team i mean on, on both offense and defense but i mean we're, we're just looking at defense right now he definitely is just the most impactful player on, on that he might be out of the, in this entire list if you take him out of his out of the team He's the definitely has the most impact on the defensive end. But the reason why I do have him in, in, in fourth place is because Joel Embiid kind of is a little bit lazy. You know, he chooses when he wants to play and when he wants to play hard. And that, and that, that definitely is, is a, is a knock on him, you know, but at the end of the day, man, like I know it's going to sound crazy, but Joel Embiid is a modern day Shaq. He's just too big, too strong, too fast. Like, He's just, it's crazy. Like he's out there moving people and just uh, play, plays great defense walls off gets uh gets a lot of blocks and actually out of out of all the big men is is in the top two of uh of steals so uh so definitely i i had to th- i had to throw joel and beat on there it's, we're talking about defensive player of the year so this next point is totally irrelevant i'm just saying this because y'all gotta go check out the mvp episode because if y'all want to hear how For much sure. i ta- how much i gave joel and b praise but besides anthony davis ain't nobody in this list that can hold joel and b I watched him play against every single player in his list, and he torched every single player. But that's for a different topic, man. You want to hear about that? Go check out the MVP candidates episode, Ooh. man. But go ahead. Talk to me, Jenner. Who's your number four? Man, so it's funny because the person who I picked at number four is somebody who, kind of like Anthony Davis, can also guard small players and big players because he's tall and quick. And then I was just like, as soon as you said, that man in Philly, I said, he's got my number four, but you don't. I got that in Benjamin Simmons, my friend. Okay, Benjamin Simmons. Okay. <laughs> I got, I don't even know if his first name is Benjamin. I'm just assuming. <laughs> but, but, but honestly, so it was actually a tough decision having him in fourth. I initially had him in third, but looking at his stats, they're, they're not significantly better than who I have in third, but the person who I have in third has had more team success when it comes to defending. So in fourth place, I got Ben Simmons. He's got 0.7 blocks, 1.6 steals, 6.3 defensive rebounds. But on top of those stats I listed, he also leads the league in deflections at 3.9 and loose balls recovered at 1.4. So it's the versatility of his defense and being an agile 6'9 guard. He can guard guards 
and some bigs, right? Not center. He's not going to be able to contain, you know, a, a Joel Embiid if you had to play against them. It's a different type of big. That's a, that's a physical big, right? But, but pretty much he can guard one through four, pretty much. Almost any one through four you can guard. Um, so I think that makes him a really good defender. And honestly, he's been really solid. And the fact that Philly's fifth in defensive rating is in big part thanks to him. He's got good help from Embiid. But I think that I personally think Simmons is, is a better defender when you're looking at an overall defender. So that's why I got in fourth. I had to go with my man, Ben. I know John's like, oh, just cringing right now because I know John's leader of the Ben Simmons hate club. But uh, I had to go with my boy. He's dope. Talk to me, Luke. Who you got it for? for? Sure. At number four. So I, this, I feel like one through four for me, like the deciding factors were just kind of more – maybe personal preference, but at four for me, I have Giannis. And I think the defense or the, the reigning defensive player of the year. And I do think while his rebounds have dropped a bit on the defensive side, his steals and blocks have actually gone up. I would say though, team play, I don't know if he's being asked too much on the offensive side. He does look like he's lost a little bit of a step on the defensive side compared to last year, what he looked like as like a shutdown or defensive player of the year caliber. That's why I have him at four and the other guys at one, two and three, but I still think he, holds it down as one of the top dudes. You guys might have him up there higher. I don't know. Or some people I've talked to over the past couple of weeks because I feel like, like I said, off the camera or off recording, like defensive player of the year is just one of those things you could argue for days. You've heard, yeah, I've heard, sure. I've heard people tell me Nerland's Noel for certain reasons. I was like, all right, chill. But you know what I mean? Like, so, <laughs> wherever it is, but like Giannis, I think still is being, a, he's just a great defender still. So I got to have him up there. But yeah, that's my number four. For sure. That's a good pick. I like that. That, that. That's definitely a good pick. You know, I actually was choosing between Giannis and AD for my fifth spot. I, I did end up going with AD, but I, I, I definitely, I definitely like that. Like, like that pick of Giannis, but, uh, but all right. So, so let, let's go ahead and move on to my number three. And I noticed this right here is going. I didn't know who you got. And I got the same person. No, I, you don't. All right. <laughs> you don't. That's the crazy part is you don't. So I so if if everyone like how Junior just said, man, if you an avid clutch talk listener, if you if you if you avid on the Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, whatever, wherever you listening, you would know that I have a strong, not even a dislike. I just am a basketball fan, and I think that I think that Ben Simmons is absolutely useless on the on the on the offensive end unless he's going downhill. But 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 let me tell you something, y'all. When I make this list, right before I make a list, I I, I watch the player and I, and I watch it just on whatever like the uh, the the topic that we're gonna do, just on in in that lens, right? So this so this week I was watching this, the Sixers and I was just focusing on Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons defensively. I was I was just trying to ignore the on on the offensive production. And Ben Simmons is a dog on defense, dog. And this is crazy because I this is probably the first time in my 22 years of existence that I gave Ben Simmons any type of props in the basketball world, yeah. So, but Ben Simmons is a dog on defense, man. Junior said it said everything. You know, he, he's 1.6 deals, uh, 6.3 defensive rebounds, and like how Junior said, you know, leads the league in deflections, loose ball recoveries. Uh, he's extremely versatile, man. He's six six nine two forty fast can 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 really guard one through five like our mentioned maybe you want to say one through four 
he has extremely high IQ. You know, he, he knows how to play the passing lane. You know, he, 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 he knows when to reach, you know, he knows when to reach in that cookie jar. And he also very well knows how, knows how to get over screens. You know, he's, he's so big that he's able to actually get over screens so easily and, 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 and use his angles. And, and you know, it's crazy. So, uh, so Ben Simmons technically is a guard, you know, 6'10", 240, but a guard, whatever, right? NBA so positionless. 1995 was the last time that a guard won, you know, so, so, so and that was with Gary Payton. So it, it, it definitely would be cool to see Ben Simmons win, but I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even necessarily classify him as a guard, but, uh, but yeah, that, that, that's who I got in my number three spot. You know, he's been, he's been definitely holding it down as a, as a, as a defensive player of the year this year. Um, by being able to guard one through four. But talk to me. Who you guys got on number three? Man, I thought you were going to say somebody else. But the reason I don't have Simmons at three is because I got him at, at four. So, mm-hmm. okay. Who I got in three. Now, I think this might – like some people might look at me funny, but I got a reason. Number three, I actually got to go with King James. I got to go with King James. Oh, Goat James. I, I'm going to tell, tell you why, all right? So – First, first, I know you mentioned when, when you were talking about AD that uh, Lakers are now second in, in defensive rating, but I don't know when you wrote your script, but they're back to first now. And I just checked now to make sure they are. So they're back to first now because that's, that's my first point. When I said with AD, when the Lakers were – when AD was playing, the Lakers were number one defensive, defensive rating in the league. Guess what? They still are, right? And that's mostly thanks to LeBron's stellar defense this season. Again, the numbers will tell you he's a good defender. 0.6 blocks, 1.1 steals, 7.4 defensive rebounds. That's more than Anthony Davis, by the way. Uh, but the eye test will tell you he's a great defender, right? And we know, we know LeBron, like 2012 Miami Heat, LeBron was just great in pretty much everything he did on the court. Um, and obviously, you know, he's not 2012 LeBron right now, but he's still, when he wants to turn it on and defend, he's a very, very good defender, right? altering shots, forcing turnover. These things don't show up on the player stat sheet, I guess, unless you go to stat news, which I was unaware of, but, but it, it shows up on the team's defensive ratings. And that, that does, that's, that's turnovers right there. That shows up on, on the team's defensive ratings. And if a team can lose a player like Anthony Davis, who in my opinion is the best defender when healthy and still be first in defensive rating, that means someone's picking up the slack, right? And I think the whole group did step up, but LeBron as an individual has stepped up a lot. And we can see that with two simple numbers. He leads the NBA in defensive win shares at 0.178 and ranks fourth in the whole league in defensive rating at 102.6. So that tells me that AD is out and the Lakers are still the best defending team in the league. LeBron's taking care of business. So I could not put him in this list given what he's doing this year. And a lot of players are noticing that. Like, I don't know if you saw, obviously Kuz is going to say LeBron's defensive player of the year, but Kuz is like, that's that man is defensive player of the year. And he's getting like a front row seat to a lot of these games. Yeah. So, so uh, I, I, I genuinely think LeBron is, is, is a top three defender this season. He's just not in my top two because these top twos are just putting up some pretty crazy numbers and, you know, doing real, real well. But that's why I got in three. I like that. I, I, I really wanted to put LeBron in my list, man. I really did, but I just, just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. But talk to me, Luke. Sure. Well, you reminded me the reason why Julius Randle was fifth also because he was ninth in defensive win shares. I forgot to mention that earlier. I had to, you know, I mean, I know there's some people who were really mad when I was bringing that up on Tuesday this week talking about Julius Randle's defense. But for number three, I also have uh, Ben Simmons. And I do think, I mean, I think John mentioned most of the reasons. Um, I think with the league being so much around the three point line now, it's important to have people 
Like, it's great to have a shutdown center, but it's also you need someone who's going to be at the arc, like, doing things like that. And for the reasons you mentioned Embiid being such a good defensive player, I think that that can be in part to Simmons locking it down on defense so much. It lets Embiid focus on his guy because you know that Simmons is going to do his job up where he's at. So, I mean, you named all the reasons why I had Simmons here at three, but, yeah, that's why I got in my third spot. I like that. I'm I'm glad we could agree on that, Luke. I'm glad we could agree. On something. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so so let's move on to this shaky territory, man. Let's move on to top two. So uh, my number two, I got got that boy over there in Indiana, Miles Turner, 3.4 blocks per game, uh, uh, five defensive rebounds per game, one steal, leads the entire league in blocks. The uh, the Pacers are third as a team um, among the league in blocks and blocks per game. And Moss Turner attributes to 72% of the Pacers blocks, which is actually a little insane. Uh, he alters he alters 15% of opponent shots right now. It, right now he's, he's on a 50 game. Uh, he's on a 50 game streak for at least having two, at least two blocks per game. He's six eleven with a seven, four wingspan. And this next part that I'm going to say, like, I want people to take with a grain of salt. Like he can stay with guards, but like, just a little bit. He can't, he can't really, really stay with guards like that. But I, but you know, as I'm watching the Pacers, there was a lot of guards that he was, that, that, that he was able to stay with. But like, if he, if he's going switching on the guard and 10, uh, out of 10 times, he's probably getting burnt like seven times, but them three, right. he's going to stay with him, right? Them three, he's going to stay with him. Uh, the, the, the Pacers defense is extremely reliant on miles, on miles Turner. Like when he's not in the game, it, it looks like like your seventh grade AAU team center could score on on them, like you know. And and so and Junior knows Sabonis is my guy, but Sabonis don't play well on defense. Sabonis in all five spots. <laughs> Sabonis <laughs> and his Kenner and Daniel Ties. That's your top five. That's your top three. Those are all dogs. But uh, but but yeah. So Sabonis, man, he he doesn't hold down defensive end. You know, you you can tell. Very much, you know, when Miles Turner is, Miles Turner is out and in, in, in clutch time, right? In cl- cl- clutch time is any time, any time below three minutes in the fourth quarter or uh, or in, in overtime. Miles Turner has, has has 16 blocks. But the reason why I could not put him in my number one spot is because of that, that, that same thing that I mentioned earlier about, about getting taken to the perimeter. You know, Miles Turner, uh, oftentimes when he gets switched onto a guard, he tries to guard him in the perimeter and then gets burnt. And then somebody has to come on the help side. And then now all the other team has to do is just keep driving and kicking because somebody's going to have to keep coming for the help. And, and, and that's, I feel like his biggest problem. And that's why he couldn't be number one is he's not very disciplined when, uh, when, when he's guarding in the paint, you know, if, if he, if he sees a pick and roll, he's going to try to try to switch onto the, onto the guard and get burnt, man. So that's why I had to put him in my number two, but you guys talk to me, man. Who's, who's your guys top two. So, it's funny because when I was doing this list, I had this player at number one, then I moved him to two, and it was really close. But now after you talking to me about Miles Turner, I'm glad I put this player in second place. That's Miles Turner. So uh, I got him in second as well, and it was really tough to pick, uh, but I just had to go there. I think that uh, you know he does have some amazing stats. Like what blew me away was 3.4 blocks a game. Like you just don't see that very often. While putting up 1.1 steals, so he's averaging at least a steal. Right? Um, defensive rating is nice, 106.7. Defensive rebounds though are 5.3. So actually, that could be a little bit better for a big man. Uh, and the Pacers actually ranked 12th in the NBA for defensive rating. So I think that hurts him a little bit in my in my calculation here, aside from the fact that he's a little bit of a liability on the perimeter. So um, 
again, like you said, needs to be taken with a grain of salt, and that's why he's second. Had to use that that team as a little bit of a tiebreaker. Uh, but honestly, I can it can go either way. Honestly, I just think the player I put ahead of him is a little bit better defensively, but. Miles Turner is putting up an insane season. I mean, 3.4 blocks is just nuts, right? And that that streak you said, it's like it's not a streak of a block a game. It's two blocks a game, right? And that's that's or 50 that's games crazy. in a row. That's that's the crazy part. So I I, I got Miles Turner in second, but it was close, man. It was for sure close. What about you, Luke? Who you got in second? I'm just gonna follow the trend. We're just gonna keep it going. I got Miles Turner here at number two. Um, I mean, I think like there's a few dudes you can look at just the stat line and be like, man, and the 3.4 blocks just jumps right off the paper. I mean, the streak that John brought up, like that just jumped right off the paper. You know what I'm saying? And But I mean, watching the Pacers, I think the number one thing you notice is when Miles Turner is turning it up defensively, they go on these long streaks of offensive points. They go on these 15 and whatever runs. You just, you see them going on these long offensive streaks and that's just all because of the defensive side and without Miles Turner, they look a, uh, helpless sometimes but I mean good yeah you know, I mean they're holding it down but yeah so that's why I got nothing to add you guys named it all but yeah that's my number two I got you okay I'm I, I think our top two is going to be the exact same and I hope our top two is going to be the same but um but all right so let, let let me go ahead and kick off my number one man you already know who's gonna be right THT <laughs> you said what Junior? I said lanky kid with the long arms that's my boy THT you already know. <laughs> hey, but uh, that's not who we're going with. <laughs> we're, Hold on. We're... You need a big? Yeah, I need a big. All right. We'll see who you're going to pick. I got to go with the man that single-handedly shut down the entire league with coronavirus. I got to go with Rudy Gobert, man. Averaging a career-high 2.8 blocks per game. 10 defensive rebounds out of, out of 13, uh, 13 rebounds per game, a career low two fouls per game, which is actually extremely impressive when you when you look at the fact that he uh, basically contests almost every shot that goes up and he's only averaging two fouls per game. Among the league, he's starting rebounding second in block, second in best uh, best uh, defensive rating. And like, you know, you, you know, in when you, you talk in basketball and people say like, oh, he's an anchor in the paint. Rudy Gobert is like the definition of anchor in the paint. Like, I don't know how he doesn't get hit with three in the keys. He just sits there almost the entire game. And, and, and it's crazy because he, he's so lengthy and, and, and so, and so versatile on the, on the, the defensive end that it, it really messes, it really messes up like other teams offense. Like if you watch uh, teams that play against the jazz, they just kind of play around Rudy Gobert until they could find it until the, the uh, that they could find a, a lane in there. You know, Jazz are are they're, they're tied in second place for uh, for allowing the least amount of points for allowing least amount of points per game. They're allowing 107. The league average right now is 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 112. He alters the most out of everybody on this list on on this list. 16 percent of opponent shots, which is actually really really crazy. Uh, the the Jazz are top five in in defensive rating. That's definitely largely due to uh, to Rudy Gobert in, in in clutch time. You know, like like I we said in the fourth quarter with three minutes or less, or in overtime, Rudy has 18 has 18 blocks per game and with a seven one. He's seven one with a seven nine wingspan, man. Like. He plays that drop coverage just insanely nice on the, on those pick and roll. And the reason why I had to put him in number one isn't isn't because he's a two time defensive player of the year. Isn't because he's a all for all defensive 
uh, first team four times, it's because he's disciplined, you know, and that and that makes a huge difference between him and Miles Turner. He does, Rudy Gobert does not get taken out to the perimeter. You can run a pick and roll. You can run whatever you want. He's not. He's just gonna drop. He's gonna drop, and he understands what his role in that team is to do. It is to guard the paint, and he doesn't get too out of line, and he stays in the paint. And that's that 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 discipline is huge because that is. To be honest, my reason that I had him over Miles Turner because Miles Turner gets burnt too much. But uh, talk to me. Who you guys got at number one? So I, I needed a big, right? So I'm going with Demontis Sabonis. No, I don't. I don't know if he's. I don't know if you got that joke. That was from uh, when LeBron did his All Star draft. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I needed a big, <laughs> and then he had the Go Bear was on the board, and he went with Sabonis. Man, Utah's been getting slag recently. I know, but I I, I got Go Bear as well. Right, so it was a close race for first, but I got him too. Two point eight blocks, only point six less than Turner. Zero point four steals, only point seven less than Turner. But his defensive rebounds at nine point nine is almost double Turner's five point three, right? Which is crazy. Imagine not only averaging ten rebounds a game is already nuts. But just 10 defensive rebounds, right? That's a big impact in the game. And his defensive rating is 102.5, which is better than Turner's 106.7. And to top all that off, the Jazz are the second best defensive rating team, only behind the Lakers. So, Gobert, and Gobert's in a league with AD when it comes to altering shots, too. I know he's up there, like Turner is, too. But, like, he just he's, – he's pretty much around the, 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 the basket in the paint. He's everywhere, right? Like he'll be on this side, he just stretches out his arm, boom, block, block, right? So that's that that's the thing with him. And I think that's what makes when you combine all that, that makes him the front runner for defensive player of the year, in my opinion. But like Luke brought up a good point. Like there's so many players you can argue so many ways, because this one's more eye test than statistics, that it could this race could change. But right now, as of you know, early March 2021, I got Rudy Gobert for defensive player of the year. Okay. Who you got, Luke? Nothing new on this side. I got Rudy Gobert, number one, also. Um, I mean, Miles Turner, the eye candy of 3.4 blocks. But other than that, 2.7 blocks or 2.8, nothing to scoff at. You know what I'm saying? That's literally that's the same pedigree. So you guys named all the good things. I think my favorite statistic I saw, though, was because I think I sound like a broken record. But in each of it, of like my candidates, I like the team play, how this defensive player is helping the team and Mike Conley last year, his defensive field goal percentage, like opponents against him, was 48.9%. This year is 38.7%. So that's a 10%. They're shooting 10% less against Conley, and I think it just goes to what I said about Ben Simmons. Like, when this player is defensively holding it down, you don't even have to think about the paint. I just got this guy right here. I know Rudy Gobert's right there. And you guys named all the intangibles about why he's so good. I just want to throw one in there about how he's helping the team. I think that's why the Jazz are doing what they're doing right now. Like, it's just – Good basketball all around, and Rudy Gobert's at the center of that. So yeah, definitely, man. And look, and that 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 point that you brought up made, makes me think that, like, on top of all that that we said, they're winning. <laughs> you know, they got the best record in the entire league. So that that definitely has a lot part to do with with, with Rudy Gobert. So okay, okay, okay. Spider, we gotta put some respect on my boy Spider Mitchell. <laughs> D Spider- Mitch. He's doing his thing. He's doing his thing for sure. <laughs> the Mitch is real. <laughs> but uh, but there you have it, though. Every... Real quick, real quick. What's up? Remember you asked on a pod one time, is Levine is for real? It seems yeah. like every every week that goes by, you're like, this man is for real. No, Levine is for real. <laughs> Levine is for real. real. <laughs> man. 
But 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 there you have it, though, everybody. That is our top five defensive player of the year candidates, man. Luke, man, thank you very much for coming on and sharing with us. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the invite. I hope I can come back on again sometime. We can talk about some another topic, whatever it is. I'm down. So thank you very much, though, bro. Always, always, Luke. And you know what I'm saying? You, you, you family, Luke. You, you mean a lot to us over here at Clutch Talk, man. You gave, gave us our first mic, Luke. <laughs> I never. I love, bro. Thank you. Yeah, man. Hey, Junior, you, you got you got any last words you want to say to the fans? I think he's frozen. Okay. All right. It's all good. I'll edit that out. Luke, you you got any last words you want to say to the fans? Nah, just stay safe, everybody. Hopefully, we get to see some good basketball for the second half of the season. But who knows? <laughs> okay. Hey, Luke. R- r- real quick, who, who's your projection on uh twenty twenty one uh champs? Uh. I got to go Nets. I don't, I don't know. I, wow. I know we got the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? Got the whole <laughs> Laker faithful over here, but it's be, all I will say though, is I'm a very opposed to the Lakers as a Warriors fan myself, but I'm hoping for Lakers versus Nets with a healthy Anthony Davis, both sides healthy. I think that'll be like, I'm just having fun watching players ball out this year, watching rookie races, defensive player of the year races. But I know who I want in the championship. I want to see a good series. So I hope that that's what we get. For yeah. sure. Exactly. Jenner, you got any last words you want to say to the fans? No, I just appreciate having me on as always. And I'm looking forward to next time. But we can't go without a consensus top five. Remember? We got to get a consensus top five going on, man. So right. hey. one and two are locked. We got the yeah. same, all of us. Yeah. Miles Turner and Rudy Gobert. I mean, yeah, Rudy Gobert, Miles Turner. Had, me and John had the same three, but I don't know if. Uh, Who do you got? Oh, you got Embiid. Ben. Ben Simmons. Oh, Ben Simmons. Yeah, I have him in fourth, so he'll be third. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for sure, then then Ben is third, and yeah. then now we got to come up with four and five. So I had I had AD five. John had eighty five too, right? I was questioning. Yeah. I just didn't want to put it because of game. So I'm down with him being the fifth one. Solid locker. No, he'll probably have to be the fourth thing because we don't have the same fourth. So okay, we'll agree okay. him and move him up. Okay. So 84th, and then we all had a different, you know, fifth player. Yeah. So I guess it's going to have to be LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is either. Oh, goat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that, okay. Let's see. So uh, my different player was LeBron. John, John had him beat. And who, who else did you have? Uh, uh, Giannis. You had Giannis, right? Ooh, that's tough, man. I'm cool with any of them, though. I'm cool. I'm, I'll, I'll have to. John's gonna have to make a clutch talk executive hey, decision here. I'm. I'm. I'm, cool I'm making it. I'm cool with LeBron to be honest. I think if I had to, Embiid, I love the man, but I'm going with LeBron for defensive on this one. So I'm cool with that at the five. I'm. I'm definitely gonna go, gonna go with that too. I gotta go with LeBron, hey, man. Okay. Hey, we see juniors. <laughs> let's make the top five again. <laughs> all right. All right. We see it. We see it. <laughs> but uh, but 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 there you have it, though, everybody. As I, I, you know, as always, y'all, y'all, y'all make sure y'all go follow everybody's Instagram. I'm going to go ahead and put Luke's Instagram right there, right in his little bubble. Put Junior's Instagram right there, right in his little bubble. And follow the Clutch Talk Instagram. I'm going to put it right here. Y'all make sure y'all go follow that, man. That's where we drop all episode updates, um, uh, future future episode topics. And, and we do NBA, NBA interactive uh, fan polls, you know, on our story, on our post. So you, you guys make sure you go follow that and just stay tuned, man. Stay tuned. We, we, we got a lot, lot fire content coming up and wherever you're listening, man, whether you're listening on Apple podcast, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you listen to man, click that subscribe button, man. Click that subscribe button and go ahead and download, uh, download these episodes, man. So 
We appreciate everyone tuning in. Luke, as always, bro, you were a fire guest. Thank you, Luke. Right on, y'all. Thank you. But that's it, though, y'all. We out here, y'all. Clutch Talk out. After you take Brandy to the prom, you coming back to school with shades on your head. Literally looks like a jersey that you would leave out on the side of the street to get picked up by the garbage company like the next day. Me and Matt say we're 6'4", but I think we're each probably an inch shorter than that. Me rounding up hurts nobody helps everybody. Basketball tales so strange, you didn't know that you didn't know them. So listen up, y'all. It's NBA Storytime, available wherever you get your podcasts.